Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. Give you put it together for Jesus. Give it back to him. Give it back to him. Give it back to him. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Wonderful day. Beautiful atmosphere. Spiritual moments. And we know that you are here to talk to us. You are here to bless us. You are here so that we become better people. You are here so that our burdens can be moved. You are here so that we can be blessed. And we thank you for this privilege and opportunity that we have to fellowship with you and with one another in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats, everybody. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to preach to you today. I'm going to preach powerful messenger. You are going to be blessed. So the things he was speaking in tongues, I tell you. He was just speaking in tongues, but that's a beautiful um, performance. 
beautiful performance. And um, I think sometimes when you watch it like that, it also has a way of ministering to you the message well. You know, ministering to you the message well. And where else can you learn this? When you come to church, you need to learn all these things. When you see it in town, you see it all around you, and you learn from it. Hallelujah. That the end of it all, what is important is when you give your life to Jesus. That's the end of it all. So thank you, Film Stars, for a wonderful message. God bless all of you for coming to church. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to... First Samuel, First Samuel, chapter two. First Samuel chapter two, verse eighteen. Following, First Samuel, chapter two, verse eighteen. Following. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, gathered with a linen effort. Moreover, his mother made him a little coat, and brought it to him from year to year. When she came up, the husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. And Eli blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, The Lord give this seed of this woman for the loan which is lent to the Lord. And they went unto their home. Let it be there. Let move this one. Verse 20. And Eli blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, The Lord give this seed of this woman for the loan which lent to the Lord. You know the loan. What had he done? He sent Samuel to the house of the Lord to serve God. And the Bible says, for the loan. So you have loaned to God. Hey. Charlie, if you loan to God and God is trying to add interest to it. You know, some of you have loaned your time to God. You have loaned your voices to God. You have loaned things to God. And in as much as you are working in the house of the Lord, making sacrifices, you have loaned to God. And I tell you, ask for God, his interest is beyond any whatever you do. His interest is beyond imagination. What is the interest for treasury bonds? 16%. 16% is interest for about commodities bond and all those bonds. Gold is 2,100. Is that so? Wow, and what else? Some of you are looking at me. What's the date? <laughs> what are they talking about? Fixed deposit is 8%. Wow. Fixed deposit. <laughs> Fixed deposit is 8%. But if the law loans to you, what percentage do you think you are going to get on your on the money? Exceedingly, abundantly, more than what you can imagine or think of, round down, shaking together, running over, press, everything. Interest. Hey. It says that which the law, which you have loaned, which is lent to the Lord, and they went unto their home. The next verse, that's what I'm talking about. And the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters. And the child somewhere grew before the Lord. You know, sometimes when we are believing God for something, 
the first one is sometimes very difficult. When you are believing God for something, when you want an answered prayer, when you want a breakthrough, you realize that sometimes the first one is difficult, but as soon as you're able to believe, believe and have faith and break through, you see, the rest just keep coming. Hallelujah. And I see some of you breaking through today, and the rest are coming in Jesus' name. And the Bible says that, and the child grew before the Lord. Next verse. Now Eli was very old and had all his all that his sons did unto all Israel and how they lay with the women he had all the, the, the sons has done in Israel and how they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation that's what Eli's children were doing this verse and he said unto them why do ye such things why do ye such things for I hear of your evil dealings by all these people and they are telling me about the evil dealings what you are doing with the church members how you are sleeping with the girls who come to sacrifice I've heard it they are telling me next verse nay my sons, for it is not good report that I hear. It is not good report that I hear. You make the lost people to transgress. You made the lost people to transgress. If one man sin against another, the judge shall judge him. If a man sin against the Lord, who shall entreat for him? Who shall entreat for him? Notwithstanding, they hearken not unto the voice of their father because the Lord would not, the Lord would slay them so they didn't listen next verse and the child grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with man that's the entire we are praying for children we say that may you grow strong and may God have favor with you and have favor also with men Bible said the child grew and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. Next verse. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Did I plainly appear unto thee unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel? to be my priests and to offer upon my altar to burn incense to wear an ephod before me and did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel did I that God gave all this to you the next verse said and wherefore everybody say wherefore Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice and at my offering which I have commanded in my habitation and honorest thy sons above me? Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice and at my offering which I have commanded in my habitation and honorest thy sons above me? To make yourselves fat 
with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Wow. Next one. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. I said, your house and the house of your father will work before me forever. But now, the Lord saith, be it far from me. Mercy. Wow. Be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Wow, let's read the verse. Is verse what? Verse 30. Let's read the verse 30 together. Wherefore, so read together so you understand how I feel. Because I'm the only one reading that my feeling is different. So let's all read it together. Ready, go. Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me. For them that honor me I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Wow. God had promised them a great and eternal promise and a blessing. But because of something that they did, God said that now I have changed my mind. Be it far from me. Be it far from me. And when you read the whole passage of scripture, you realize that what God was really talking about was the fact that Eli saw what the children were doing. He saw what the children were doing. He saw the sins they were committing. But some way, somehow, he didn't say anything about it. Some way, somehow, he didn't say anything about it. And as far as God was concerned, as far as God was concerned, that meant that, and as, 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 as far as God is teaching us, that meant that Eli was more concerned, you see, about his children, about probably shooting his children, about how he would look like in the eyes of the children, than how God how they were, if you like, despising God. So the problem was not even the fact that they were even sinning. But it was even more serious that he was rather despising God by not telling them that what they were doing was wrong. Are you getting what I'm saying? Playing with God's things in God's house, holy things, and his father, who has been is the, is the priest, the pastor, supposed to teach the people, was rather quiet. And why was he quiet? Because he didn't want to let his children look some way. He didn't want to he himself also to look some way. He wasn't bold enough to speak the truth. I don't know whether because he was old. I don't know. But he wasn't ready to do that. And as far as God was is concerned, as far as this scripture is teaching us, God saw it as he despising him. Despising him. And for you to despise God means that you are dishonoring him. 
you are dishonoring him. So if, let's say, as a church, we are supposed to serve God, and anything that God has said that we should do, if somebody is doing anything contrary to it, and we indulge the person, we don't talk about it, maybe we, we think that if we speak, people will see it as some way. For instance, many people want to be politically correct. So they don't want to speak against homosexuality. Because they feel that, hey, it is a, a, a something right. So they feel that if we talk about it, our churches will go down. So you can see that some pastors even shy away from it. Because maybe they are afraid that their membership may include people who are favorable to some of these things. But recently, one of my church members, one of my church members was saying that he doesn't say anything wrong with this thing. Yeah. I mean, clearly, was saying, so if you don't talk about it, one, you are not speaking the truth. And two, it's also because you probably are afraid of losing people. You are afraid of the backlash. You are afraid that your name will come in the papers. You are afraid that people will target, and when they target, this one they target is not easy. This homosexual, they, they are very powerful. They have money. They have money. And they can bring you down. They cannot bring you down properly. They can lie against you. They can fabricate things. They can fabricate. I remember one great man of God sometime in the world fell. And when he fell, a lot of people were talking. But eventually we saw the institution that brought him down. Thank God today he's back and he's, he's running. But we saw the institution. And he was always blasting the institution. And always telling them the evils in the institution. And people were warning him, including pastors. Why don't you stop this? So when he fell, all of them were saying that, hey, you see, because of what you were saying, because of this, because of that. But you see, there are times that, you know, there are times you must always want to honor God by saying what God says. Instead of trying to think of what people will think about you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So in this scripture, God saw it as dishonoring or dishonor when Eli wouldn't bring his children to order. When he wouldn't bring them to order. So he came and told them that if you honor me, that's what the last verse, the, the last um, sentence of phrase says that um, for yes, but now the Lord said, bid far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. Which means that what he did not do was to honor God. To go beyond, he said, in spite of the fact that you are my children, in spite of the fact that you are this, you, gave me, you, you give me money to eat, you do that, you do that, in spite of it, what you are doing is wrong. And then God will say that you have honored me. Hallelujah. And God said, I will also honor you. Amen. So for a few weeks or so, I'm going to teach about honor and what it means to honor. Hallelujah. Honor and what it means to honor. Because you didn't know that even calling out sins and standing against people who despise the things of God means you are honoring God. 
so that you will be alone. You may be alone, a lone ranger, lone voice. Like when Brad Joe was coming, everybody would say, hey, he's come to spoil the show. In those days, we used to watch Osofo Dazi. Osofo Dazi will only appear when the, the, the concert or whatever was coming, becoming nice. When he comes, he'll come and give advice and they will, they will end there. How many of you know Osofo Dazi? Oh, you see, there, there are rows of few people who didn't know Joseph. You've never heard of it before. Osofo Dazi is like Brad Joe. When he comes on, or then the thing is, spoiler, the thing is getting to an end. Amen. It is good to honor. And it's important to honor. And God takes honor seriously. And anything that you do that shows dishonor, that shows dishonor, dishonors God, God abhors it. And God doesn't like it. That is why if you look at John 8, 49, when many people were saying so many things about Jesus, he didn't care about what people were saying. But in John 8, 49, all he said was, John chapter 8 verse 49 Jesus answered I have not a devil but I honor my father hallelujah I have not a devil whatever I'm saying and you people are against me or whatever and you say he is a devil he is this he is that I have not a devil but I honor my father and you do dishonor me I honor my father and you do dishonor me so it's very important that we honor God. Now, what are the signs? What are the signs that you are honoring somebody? What are the signs that you are honoring somebody? And this message is very important. We're going to show you how to honor people, how to honor God, how to honor God, how to honor your father. You know, sometimes Father's Day comes and people don't know how to honor their parents. How to honor your husband. How to honor your spouse. How to honor anyone who, does, who, 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 who must be honored and be respected. How to honor. How to honor your pastor. How to honor your boss. This message is for you. Hallelujah. Say this message is for me. Wonderful. So how do we see? What are the signs that you are honoring somebody? It's very important. Because it's something that you can feel. So that you can see. And no one would have thought that not speaking against sin is dishonoring God. You would not have thought that. You would think, oh, if I go with my sacrifices, I'm doing that, then I'm honoring God. But all things come together to show honor. Are you getting it? So the first sign that you are honoring someone is to acknowledge and to notice the person. That's the first sign. That you are honoring someone is to do what? Acknowledge and to notice. Let's say to, to what? And to notice the person. Second Kings. Second Kings 1.14. You know, I read this verse, Romans 8.28. Let me read it again. Romans 8, 28. Because these are several things that people don't appreciate. Romans 8, verse 28. There are several things that people don't appreciate. And we know that all things 
all things work together. You see, work together. You know, when we talk about blessings from God, receiving blessings from God or living a blessed life and everything, a lot of things work together. A lot of things work together. Many times when we are talking about this, we also talk about the fact that when we are going through trials, when we are going through temptations, the good and the bad times, they all work together, which is also true. The good and the bad times, they all work together. By the time you realize the pit, the prison, the lying against that you, you wanted to get Potiphar's wife, all those things at the end of the day, you realize that it will end, it ended for the person's good. All things for them that love God and those who are called according to his purpose. So as Christians, um, let me tell you, we should not take just one part. If you want to cook a nice light soup, you cook night light soup, you do night light soup. Both are correct, okay. If you want to cook a nice light soup, prepare a nice light soup. You don't only take the pepper to prepare a nice light soup. I'm sure those here will know, but those at the back, these um, Basilisa people, Basilisa and KFC people, I don't know. What but to cook a nice light soup, I know at least you need what? Pepper. How many of you know that? Did you know that early? You need what? Okay, those of you here, you need what again? No, 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 those in front, the ones, the, my people here. You need, you need pepper, onions, eh? tomatoes. You see, nobody wants to collect the microphone. No, but none of them want to collect the microphone. <laughs> you need what? Eh? Tomatoes. Tomatoes, pepper, onion, and what? Garlic, ginger. Eh? <laughs> garlic, ginger, garlic. It's part of life soup. Okay, garlic, <laughs> garlic, ginger, and what? Your protein. Your protein. Meat or fish. Meat or fish. Crab. Crab. <laughs> ah, do you use crab for life soup? Uh, crab. I thought this nail. You need crab too for life soup. Okay, okay. Scrap, okay. <laughs> snail, meat. What else? Eh? Crab life soup. <laughs> Is it they are struggling? If I ask any question, they are confused. Then what again? Light soup. You have a pen light soup. Garden eggs. Water. Water. <laughs> okay, the boys have helped you. They say water. You need water, you need fire, you need salt, cocoa. <laughs> you know, all this thing that they've mentioned, when you put all together, when you put all together to make lye soup, and I mean, when we come to lye soup, I mean, lye soup, dear, Enwane, Sharon. Mama, mama, shower, nice. And yet the other one, no, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) 
When you put all together, the water must boil to a certain temperature, and also, and you put it in it. Then I think one by one, you put the things and you stare, stare like that. <laughs> and then when it's boiling, you put a fish or crab or something. Then you have a nice, nice soup. That also, share. Sure. <laughs> when I asked you, you, didn't tell me. But to cook nice soup. But can you imagine? So when they all come together, it's nice, isn't it? But she said we use what? Pepper. When you take the pepper alone, you say, oh, I'm going to prepare the nice soup in my stomach. So you take the pepper alone and you chew. And how nobody will say, Say, oh, my copia, we so You take the pepper, then you take the onion. You say, you're eating the onion. They took the tomato. Then when you finish, you take the cocoa. Cocoa. Then you take this another one. The one that is meat that is spoiled. Beef. The one. That's my money. Toko beef. Togo beef. Okay, that one. That one. You know when you are eating a life where you get that one. Hey. And the, the, the bone is soft. Here is that one. You want to put it, you take it small, you put it aside. You don't want it to finish. But it changes the taste of the soup. Prekese. <laughs> no, that's not prekese. But if you take all, you say it will not be sweet, isn't it? And the same ingredients, if you take it aside the others and eat it, you know, it, it, it will be so bitter in your mouth. And say, I'm going to drink hot water. And then when I finish, I'll do the nice soup in my stomach. The hot water itself will burn your throat. You see. But this same thing that you can eat and your people will change you. If you take your time and put it together. And there's time for pepper. The pepper goes in. There's time for onion. The onion goes in. There's time for um, cocoa. Cocoa goes in. The stand for all, I will go say, and then at the right time, you, you stay. Uh -huh. At the right time, when I say stay, all of you are laughing. At the right time, you stay. And then it starts, ah, they get magic you. Oh, uh -huh. get magic you. Then you put the magic cube in and you stay. Wow. Then you taste the soup. It is very tasty. Very nice, powerful. So all things have well come together to work nicely and proper. Look, some of you are about to give up in life. This is what is happening in your life. Oh. God is making and preparing a nice life soup with your life. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. Do you get it? But so now when you are eating the pepper alone, you are not happy. Can you imagine when uh, Joseph was eating the pepper of prison alone? And then they added the beef. Can you eat, eat beef alone? Beef of the, 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 the um, pigs. And the salt. It wasn't nice. Those are the times that you can easily say, where is my God? And Joseph could easily have said, where is my God? Why is life like this? And if you don't take it, you like songs that sings like, 
Then he started making, liking those songs. You get it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you saw what happened to David, uh, Joseph, isn't it? So all things. Now, why am I? I'm saying that if, when we are serving the Lord, eh, a lot of things are there that when we look at, we can easily over, overlook it and think they are nothing. Do you get it? This is nothing. And one of it is Anna. How to Anna? You know, this, oh, I've, I've done this one. But this one is okay. If I don't do this. But all must come together. Everything works. That's how it is. That's how God has made it. You get it. So one of the most important things that a Christian must know is to how to honor. That's why this message is very important. And I've said that one of the, one of the, the first signs that you have you have un, you are honoring somebody, respect somebody, is to recognize the presence, presence of the person, and you know how to recognize the presence of somebody. So let's get to Second Kings chapter three. Second Kings chapter three. Today is going to be a very short message. Hey, all of you want to go home so you are quiet. It's going to be a very short message. Yesterday I got to know. It's when you come to church. Don't think that church is we keep too long. Yesterday I was watching. Yesterday was the first time I got to know that. I mean, I'm sure I knew, but it didn't occur to me. The when people are playing football, there is warm-up. And people go for warm-up. They go and sit there for the warm-up. Then after the warm-up, the main match. Then after the main match, no, no, there's also sometimes after warm-up. Yes. After the match, there's also post-warm-up. And some people still sit down and enjoy even the post-warm-up. I say, wow. That's why. And they don't complain like yesterday. They didn't complain when the man was warming up with the team. And the whole world was looking at him as in the man himself, the Ronaldo himself. You see, this is when I got to know that that's the only warm-up that the stadium was full. Normally, the warm-ups, the stadiums are not full. So, that man is a phenomenon, whether you like it or not. He is. So, seekers, case of the three, let me preach before some of the guys decide to switch off one day during the COVID, during the COVID that we're doing the, we're watching VM, Zoom and things, Facebook. I think one of the preachers mentioned Manchester United. Then somebody came with a comment. If you preach, preach and stop mentioning Manchester United. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I said, I'm not meeting a girl for you. <laughs> he said that. Is this preaching? Why are you mentioning? The person was very bored. Is this preaching? Why are you mentioning Manchester United? You can say the person didn't like Manchester United at all. <laughs> you see, so second case of the three verse eleven, say Bishop is preaching. So let's go back to the preaching. Verse eleven. But Jehoshaphat said, "Is there not?" hear a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him. And one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah, 
next verse. And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. The word of the Lord is what? It's with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Next verse. And Elisha said unto the king of Israel, and the king of Israel was uh, Jehoram, said unto the king of Israel, What have I to do with thee? Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah. Because Israel was divided, those days were divided into two um, kingdoms, Judah and Israel. Judah and Israel. David was able to rule over a united Israel. But when his son Rehoboam took over, some small, small boys advised him into certain decisions, and the kingdom was divided into two again. So at the end of the day, it became Israel and Judah. So this were one family, but they were two. So when Elijah, Elijah, it was Jehoshaphat who said they should go and see the prophet. And so he went with the king of Israel, who was then Jehoram. Yeah. And when Elijah saw the king of Israel, he said, what have I to do with you? Get thee to thy prophets of thy father and the prophet of thy mother. I wanted to know that what he said was the negative. And the prophet of their mother, and the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for the Lord had called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. And the king of... No, no, let's go back again. I think I didn't read it well. And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, nay, for the Lord... So this one is not the king of Israel saying. This is explaining why he said nay. For the Lord had called these three kings, that the king of Israel and another king and the king of Moab, to deliver another king, to deliver them to Moab. Do you get it? So he was not afraid. Let's go to the next verse. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely, surely, were it not for that were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat? Were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look towards thee, nor see thee. You know, sometimes they say that. So were it not for the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, which means that there was somebody who, if you like, deserved to be honored. There was someone whose presence deserved to be recognized. And honor means you are recognizing the presence of somebody. It means you are respecting that that person is there. And Elisha showed great honor to Jehoshaphat. God left to him alone. He, Elisha, he would not have minded all those people who came. But for the presence, the presence of an honorable person, one who deserved to be respected, he said, okay, okay. So to honor means to recognize the presence of somebody in your life. 
Recognize that the person is there. For instance, as we are here, if, as we are here, if President Akufado enters through this door and starts coming, all of us will stand up. All of us. And we will have to stand up. And in the presence of God, all men and women are equal. So who is? Who is? But say, give honor to whom honor is due. It's as simple as that. All of us will stand. You see, people, they, they will clear all these possibilities and they will clear them like this. They will, they will clear themselves. And then they will let them come in. See that because see, we, will be, we will be recognizing the presence of the president. That's why when they go for certain functions, they say we want to recognize the presence of the following dignitaries in our midst. And right, they didn't mention your name. But the next time that you go, may your name be mentioned in Jesus' name. You too, your name will be mentioned. Hey, I know one day some man, some people had a meeting. When they finished, one person was very angry. Very, very angry. Because when they went for the program, his, he went with a lot of bodyguards and protocol. So the protocol looked for a chair for him and they went to the front and gave him the chair. And he sat down. So he was waiting. But he was there. No, then another group of people came. And they said, go back, go back, go back. Hey. Hey. After that, the man was very bored. He wouldn't talk with any of the friends. Because as far as he was concerned, how can he, a big man like that, be dishonored publicly like that? By you to the program, you don't know who organized the program. <laughs> and your protocol has got to put you there. Bible says when you go to a place and you, know, you go and look for the back, it's better you sit at the back and they bring you to the front than you sit in the front and they take you to the back. Do you see? But the man was not happy at all. Because he felt dishonored. Do you get it? So, you recognize the presence of somebody. And when that person is there, you, 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 you do everything, you know, to let the person know. Last week I was saying that one of the ways of honoring your husband is to recognize that he is around. When you are talking to someone, the person is not looking at your face. The person is doing the carrot. For the light soup. Uh, is it not your light soup that I'm going for your own fufu? For your own this. And wives, it is a sign of dishonor. That you are talking to the person's husband's a sign of dishonor. But you are talking to the person, the person looking at your face. Your boss is talking to you, you are looking elsewhere. You don't recognize, some of you are talking on phone. One day I went to uh, a, a hotel. And when I went there, the, the, the receptionist was watching, those days it was very, I don't know whether I still there, was watching Kukumbaja. And she was so engrossed in And as I have come, I'm come to pay for you to be paid. And I'm standing there. 
And the person was watching the film. That you know, TV, it was a TV. It was, you know, my presence meant nothing. So I got very angry. And I said, I faced, I said, where is your boss? I'm going to report you to your boss. How come a client has come and stand and you are watching Kunkumbaja? What the, your, the plant is there. You are, it's rude. I told her you are being rude to your customers. You are being rude to your customers. Then later, she was begging. Oh, I didn't mean. I said, no, no, don't be rude. So you have to recognize whoever it is. He has come. Some of you who sell. That's why nobody comes to you and says, my business is not working. Nobody is coming to you. You, the person has to buy before you eat. And yet when the person comes, it's as if you are doing the person a favor. Especially some of these companies that when you call, you call them and they are talking to you. I say, my friend, don't talk to me like that. Can I talk to your supervisor? Don't talk to me like that. Because it's my money that they will use to pay you. So you are not doing me a favor. You are not doing me a favor at all. Do you get it? So recognizing the presence of someone shows a certain kind of honor. How many of you know that when we come to church, God is here? But what time do you come to church? You know, some of you recognize the presence of Visa, uh, United States of America Embassy more than the Church of God. You see, all of you are not clapping. You are not clapping. Recognizing the presence of visa officers, the man going to interview you is more important than recognizing the presence of God. That's when they say, Come at 6, 5 30, you are there. 4, 4 a.m., you are there. Those who, who go there have told us. <laughs> 4 a.m., they are under the tree there with their files. Files and shoot and tie. They are there waiting. 4 a.m. But when they say come to church, that starts at 10 o'clock. And you come at 11, except, except maybe because of your bars or something, those who can bars, and even that one, you need to up your game. But come on, you can come. And some of you without the bars, you can come because you go to places without buses. You go to further places without buses and you use your own money and go. But when it comes to church, when it comes to church and those who have your own cars, and yet you, you are able to drive through the traffic in Accra, get to work at 7 a.m. so that when it's 9, because you are afraid of the traffic, if you leave at the same time, you either reach work at 10 or, so you have to, either you go early or you go late. So by 5.30, you left home. 7, you are there, so you do your breakfast there, you do everything there, because if you don't, you... And yet when it comes to check that start at 10 without traffic. Check that start at 10. This one I didn't plan to say so. This one there. It never even was on my mind. I never thought of it. Check that start at 10. Then you dishonor God and come at 12 with your own cow. Your own car. Do you call this honor? And you see, if the presence, you know, there are some programs, like for instance, there are a lot of programs, the protocol demands that. If the president arrives, no one else comes. He's the last person to arrive. Especially if you are sitting, you are in his team order. He's the last. If he arrives, you can't. That's why the vice president arrives before the president. Or 
whatever you can't come but here the presence of God is here and yet we don't mind we don't recognize the presence of God so we don't honor God you thought I was going to talk about what by you people why do you think like that I was going to talk about what I have to talk about signs of honor and signs of dishonor that is why you are still believing God and it's not because if you honor me I will honor you if you dishonor me I will dishonor you not me I mean God he will dishonor you how many of you have bosses at work that you, your boss always gets to work before you get there I mean occasionally some traffic will come in but it becomes happy that every day your boss gets to the office before you get there how many of you think your boss will be happy with you or end of your bonus you get some you don't get because as far as your boss is concerned you don't deserve it are you getting it so honoring God you see honoring God is not just one way a lot of things you see a lot of things come together a lot of things come together that's why if you ask those who do marriage counseling and everything when you tell us one problem eh, we don't believe just one problem. we know that it is not just that if you go because there are other things other things there are other things but you have just said one thing there are other things so let us show respect let us show honor by the way we recognize the presence of god and how do we do it by being on time when we believe if, if really we believe in our heart that god is there if if really you believe if you don't believe it then you can do what you want but if you really believe in your heart i'm saying occasionally traffic or you go and your car may not start or something or you may you, you get to something rather you, you left your phone or something had to go home or something something occasionally but generally speaking if this church starts at eight you'll be here at nine or ten but when it starts at ten you come at twelve you ask yourself why have you asked yourself that question it's a certain lack of respect for time light of lack of respect for things and, and it doesn't help i understand what i'm saying i'm just controlling i don't say certain things you get it so i mean some of you may even have to come together and tell your bar center leader that look mr bar center leader you come too late these days we are going to organize ourselves we'll find a way of going to church when we close then you take us home because you come too late it's as simple as because i want to serve i want to act. look this morning when the worship was going on i was with bishop david and lady pastor we we're talking about something he caught your point i said hey can you hear the worship i cannot continue this conversation then people me myself i wasn't i was going straight and i just decided you could see that everybody saw we didn't, we didn't think that we are coming for worship we thought that we were coming to honor god he said i mean god is being worshipped and what are you talking about god is being worshipped look all our meetings can come on but if god doesn't approve of it if the meeting we think we are having without honoring god you can have it hundred times nothing will happen but you just you have ten thousand times with god and one second for your meeting and god is in it it will work it will work it will work 
It will work. Do you get it? So I am telling you that one of the signs of honor that you honor, you respect someone, is when you recognize his presence. And the recognition of some, a, 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 a big man's presence is the, your attitude. Your, and nothing just is better than the time you go to the person. How should the person be waiting for you? You, but the day that wait upon the Lord, not the day that God wait on them. Not the day that God wait for them. The day that wait on the Lord. They are the ones who knew their strength. Not the day that God is waiting for them. No. Are you here with me? I'm talking about what? Honoring God. And the sign, the sign that somebody honors me is when I want to see you. When I want to see you and you come on time. It means you honor me. It means you respect the meeting. But when I come and wait for you and you don't even have the courtesy of calling to tell me, oh, I'm, I'm stuck in traffic, I'm coming, then I'll be there. Then I'll have to even call and say, before you say, oh, you know what, I was coming. But I got, immediately, I form my opinion. I get what I'm saying. Immediately, I form my opinion. So honor God. Honor your husband. Respect your boss. Respect authority. Amen. You know, you go home. I don't know if you can find yourselves in the preaching. Especially coming to church early. How many of you can find yourself in Okay. So we should all be on time, isn't it? So, honoring God means to recognize the presence of God. The presence of God is very, very, very important. And without the presence, um, Moses said, if your presence does not go with me, don't send me. You see, some of you, if God was sending you to battle, let's say go and start something, go and start a business. You had a dream that you started a nice business. It's taking you to America and coming. Taking you to America and coming. You are meeting big people in the land of your business. And they ask you, so what do you need for the business to start? God gave you the dream. But I said, what do you need for the business to start? You start talking about money. This, this, you. The last thing you ask about is for the presence of God to be with you. But Moses, he said, look, God, you have called me. You have done so many miracles. You said, I should go and do this. Let me tell you something. Me, I will go. But this thing, dear, let me tell you, if you know your presence is not going to go with me, then don't send me at all. Because without your presence, nothing that I'm doing will, will succeed. And so the thing that make you delay, you think you're making some phone calls to do this, you think you are taking some rest, you think you are doing a thing that, and you are late. You go home and realize that all the rest put together has not given you rest. That's the day that you say you suddenly have some back ache. That suddenly you realize that you didn't sleep well and your neck is paining you. That's the day that the call you made, that call alone, will be a bad call for your life. Mm. Are you with me? So let us honor God. If you honor God, you are noticing His presence. And I really want to emphasize this. And we can close for today with this. And come another time. But if you honor God, if you honor God, anytime you have an appointment with God, respect Him. That Bible says, if you come to God, believe that He is. Believe that He is. Believe that He is. And if you believe He is, is that how you go? It means you don't believe. You don't believe. But I want this church to be people who are believers that when we come to church, we come into the presence of God.
And if you are going to believe from today, believe it, please. You see, I may be talking. I may not talk about your problem. Your, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure some of you sitting here, you are going through difficult situations. You wish, you are believing God for a certain answer, a certain breakthrough. As you are sitting, even the preacher I'm preaching, I'm sure your mind is somewhere. But you see, if you have someone who have come recognizing that the presence of God is here, I may not know you. I may not see you. I may not mention you. And I will not even come to where you are. But the God in whose presence you have come and who you have honored, he sees you. He sees you. He sees you at the back. He sees you wherever you are sitting. And he sent his angels and said, look, I see this person. He has honored me. I want to honor him today with a blessing, with a miracle. I want to honor him today. And God sees all those people. He sees all those people. He sees, he, he saw you when you got, got up from home. And what prevented you from coming early? He saw it. He saw it. So even before you got here, your name had been removed from the blessings, except some mercies. And you know he's a merciful God. Even before you go, your name has been removed. But some, even if what you were not thinking about, God said, you know what? Let's go and add this thing to this person's blessing. Let's, take, let's add. And this one, I can see the Lord adding to people's blessings. Even those who came later are saying amen. But I can see the Lord adding to people's blessings. Because he's a merciful God. You can tell God this is the first I hear. So today, the offering chill. I get what I'm saying. To honor the presence when the person is there. You know, sometimes, you know, you can say certain things, but when somebody is there, you don't say it. You don't say because the, because the presence of the person is a sign of honor. If you can say anything, in the presence of people, you can say anything. It shows some kind of, if you don't respect the presence of the person. And that's also when you have the Holy Spirit. Christians who have the Holy Spirit. It must be difficult for you to do things in darkness. Hello? Do you have the Holy Spirit? As many as the Holy Spirit, have the Holy Spirit. Leave your hand, let me see. Okay, some have not the Holy Spirit now. You have to respect the present. When you are where you are, he is there with you. And that alone must put some fear in you. Must want you to quickly run away. Must not make you enjoy what you are doing. Must not make you enjoy what you are doing. Must make your heart to beat. Boom, boom, boom. Even when you are doing it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, still. Boom, boom, boom. He's looking at you. Boom, boom, boom. Because you are recognizing that his presence is there. You know? And I can't do certain things. Have I told about Jesus, the Jesus, the picture, Jesus' picture? That wherever you are going, he's looking at you. Yeah. Even pictures should scare you. Jesus' picture should scare you. So you don't fear anything. The cross can be on your heart like that, and it is another woman's heart like that. Between you and the woman is a cross. On the old record cross. On the, on the, on the, on the hill far away. Stood an old record cross. The emblem of After communion, the only finish there. Then he's here like that. And then the woman is here like that. It does want to And the woman is here like that. And then the cross And the woman is somebody's beloved or somebody, then you are like this. The head is on the cross. 
his presence. If you need to at least you fear God's more and remove the cross. You fear, fear God's more and remove the cross. Fear God's more and remove the cross. But the cross is there, the wooden one is there. Hey. It is, sorry, it is not Anna. The Bible said, I promised that I'll bless you, but I've changed my mind because you don't respect me. Not that you have stolen, not that you have sinned, not that ever sinned. He knows you will sin. He knows you will sin, but you don't respect me. You don't respect me. You don't honor me. You don't respect me, honor me. So honor is a very, very important thing. Very, very important thing. And I want to encourage all of you that let us honor God. Let us respect his presence. When we come, let us know that God is here. God is here. His wonders to perform. God is here. Let the broken heart rejoice. Lift up your hands. God is here. Let us sing. the weak say I am strong. He say I am strong. God is me. His wonders to perform. Okay, start it again. Start it again. Start it again. Is here his presence. Lift up your hands. He says, Yes, yeah. let us six say. is here, not because man is here, not because instruments are here, but because God is here, God is here, God is here, His wonders, His wonders, His wonders to the His
that performs wonders. It is his presence. It's not the drums. It's not the pastor. It's not whatever. It is his presence. The drums can play. The song can play. Anything can happen without his presence. But when his presence is there, and then you also recognize that his presence is there. It is only when you recognize that his presence is there that you can say as a weak person that I am strong. You can say as a weak person, I am strong. When you recognize his presence, you can say that though I am sick, I am well. But if you don't recognize his presence, even when you say you are well, you are still looking to man for breakthrough, looking elsewhere. But if you know God is here, as I know God is here, and as I respect his presence, that's why you can't, you can't be in the presence of God and you're watching your phone. As God is ministering to you, you're watching your phone. You can't. It's, a, it's, it's great disrespect to the presence of God. But I sense in my spirit that today many people here want to honor God. Many people here say that I recognize your presence here. And Lord, I need some of those wonderful miracles that your presence brings. I need some of those wonderful breakthroughs that your presence brings. If I disrespected you today by not recognizing your presence, forgive me. And let me enjoy the power and the wonders of your presence today. In the name of Jesus, just lift up your hand. Just enjoy the presence of God. Enjoy the presence of God. He's here. He's here. He's at the back. He's at the front. He's in the middle. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He said, if you believe his presence is here, just say that I'm strong. Just say that I'm well. Just say. Just say. Just say. That my breakthrough is here. My answers have come. The impossible has become possible. What man say cannot be done has been done. What man says not possible can be done. Oh, his presence. His presence. We recognize your presence, Lord. We recognize your presence, oh God. Your beautiful presence. Your beautiful presence.
things. He's performing wonders. That then I keep hearing his wonders to perform. Wonders, wonders. Your life is becoming a wonder. Your business is becoming a wonder. Your marriage is becoming a wonder. You are beginning, you are becoming a living wonder in your family, in business, in life. You are becoming a living wonder. People are going to look at you and point to you. That is a wonder. This is a wonder. This is a wonder. This is a wonder. Wonder, 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 wonder. becoming a living wonder. A wonder in your family. A wonder in your business. A wonder in marriage. A wonder in everything you are doing. You shall be the one that people shall point to to talk about the wonderful works of God. How wonderful the Lord intervened. And how wonderful and powerful the Lord has worked for you. You shall be that example. That wonder that wonder that comes only from his presence only you know when Mary was told that she was going to have a child he said how can this thing be and he asked the, the angel one of the things the angel said to him hey, was that I am the one that stands in the presence of God I have come from the presence of God I'm talking to you I am one that stands from the presence, stands in the presence of God. It's his presence. He said, the thing that is going to happen to you, the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you. It shall be a miracle. His presence always creates miracles. Brings wonderful things. Situations that people have talked and talked and talked. Nothing is working. When his presence comes in, then suddenly it changes. And that is what is happening to you today. And that is what will happen. You have to continue to respect and honor God. Especially where you think His presence is. You honor Him. That's what happens. Let's say for the last time. Just receive what God has prepared for you today. Obviously, prepare something good for you today. Lift up your hand and just sing it.
Just thank God for the wonderful things He has done in your life today. For performing a miracle in your life today. Just thank God. Thank Him in your own way if you believe. If you believe. If you believe. Thank you. Thank you. Pastor, I came to church today and I know that I've come into the presence of God. I don't want to live here without giving my life to Jesus. I don't want to live here without knowing that I'll go to heaven when I die. So, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray for me that I give my life to Jesus. My friend invited me. I came on my own. But I'm not too sure I am saved. And I want you to pray for me to give my life to Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, maybe somebody brought you, you came on your own. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your right hand and let me pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. God bless all of you. Lift it up high so I can see. Wonderful. Wonderful. Make sure. Close your eyes and lift up your hand very high. Let me see. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is up, wherever you are, wherever you are, if your hand is up, every eye closed, wherever you have your hand is up, take your book, take your bag, take your phone, and come to the front here. Come to the front here, wherever you are, if your hand is up, come to the front here. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together as they come. Wherever you are, if your hand was up, just come. 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 Bless you. If you lifted your hand, don't put down your hand. Just come. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive God into your life as your personal Savior. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come, come, come. Help them to come. His wonders join just come just come and receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior don't go back the same as you came God bless you God bless you God bless you please stop talking now those of you here let's all say together with this one let's say to say dear Lord Jesus dear Lord Jesus I thank you for today I thank you for today I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, that Jesus is, Lord. is Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Thank you, Lord Jesus for, accepting me for accepting me 
accepting me. Just as I am. Just as I am. With all my sins, you have accepted me. And you have forgiven me. And you have washed my sins away. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. That from today, I am yours. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984 To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044 You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam DHMM Also at Loyalty House International HQ page you can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenia. God bless you.